Welcome to the Reaching the World Bible Church podcast. This is Pastor Henry and Ella Looney. Our prayer is that you enjoy the word for today. Confession increases your faith. The Bible says, again, confession increases your faith. We've all received the measure of faith, but as we taught on times past, faith doesn't have to stay the same. Matter of fact, if you get in the word and you exercise your faith and you develop it, it will grow. And so it is so important for us to grow our faith. Don't just stay stagnant spiritually. And uh, and you can't, you won't stay stagnant if you're in the word, if you're studying to so, show yourself approved, rightly dividing the word of truth, and that you have your thinking transformed, as we talked about the last few few weeks, and if your confession lines up with God's word. We said this as far as highlighting this particular message is there is not faith without confession or there is no faith without confession. Confession is faith's way of expressing itself. What you say is so important to what you're going to have. Faith, like love, is of the heart or your spirit. Remember, when we say heart, when the Bible talks about the word heart, it's talking about our spirit man. And we know there's no love without word or action. And there's no faith without word or action. You remember, I, I quoted something that uh, Smith Wigglesworth used to say in his teaching. He was, again, great 20th century uh a miracle faith teacher, he used to say this. He was English, and he would say, faith is an act. Faith is an act. In other words, our actions. But our actions are going to correspond with our confession, what you're saying. And it has to be of the heart of our spirit because faith without confession will not work in your life. So it's so important for us to have that. And, Pastor, what do we need to do? As always, we go to the Word of God. And one of the most important teachings and one that I love the most that I was taught by Dr. Kenneth E. Hagin that he used so often is in Mark 11. Mark 11, verse 23, and the King James says this, For verily I say unto you that whosoever Whosoever, what does whosoever mean? It means whosoever. That whosoever shall say unto this mountain, that's a confession, saying it, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith, which he confesses, shall come to pass, what will happen? He shall have whatsoever he saith. You can have what you say. The confession of the believer does several things for us. What do you mean? Well, number one, it locates you. One of the things that we were taught in Bible school, that Brother Hagin used to say, he didn't have to uh, just go about long periods of time wondering where folks were spiritually. He spent time with them and listened to what they were saying. And how they talk located where they were spiritually. That's one of the things that, that happens. Secondly, our confession fixes 
the landmarks of our life. What do you mean by that? Well, your confession sets you up for doing great exploits or doing nothing. If you say, well, I never get anything, I never do anything, that's exactly what you're going to get because that's what you're saying. If you said, I never have enough money to go to the end of the month, that's exactly what you're getting because that's what you're saying. You're confessing that and you're receiving that. Confession or what you say is vitally important to you either walking in the power of God or not walking in the power of God. The reason, and Brother Hagin made this statement too, and I'll just read it to you. He said, the reason the majority of Christians, although they may be sincere, are weak is because they never have dared to make a confession of who and what they are in Christ. They must find out how God looks at them and then confess it. What do you mean find out how God looks at? What did he mean by saying that? By getting in God's word and seeing what he said about you. We see in Mark 11, uh, verse 23, he said that you and me or whoever's talking shall have whatsoever we say. So our confession must line up with what we believe. It does. People say, well, I don't really believe everything I say. Well, why are you saying it then? You're going to get it if you continue to say it. Why? Because that's what you're expecting. And that's how faith works. Remember, we said this, uh, faith comes where the will of God is known. I think F.F. Bosworth made that statement. Faith comes where the will of God is known. And God's will is his word. And if you want to know what you should have, and what you ought to be becoming, we need to get in God's word and see what God said about us and then do it. We need to know that the word is life unto those that find it and health to all our flesh and every area of our being, our spirit as well. God wants us to walk in the empowerment of his graces and his mercy, and we can if we choose to. But it's up to us to choose to walk in the blessings of God. Remember, faith never will grow beyond your confession. Your daily confession of what the Word says, of what the Father said to you by his Spirit, that is how you're going to grow spiritually. You will you shouldn't be afraid of circumstances around you. And you will not be if you're operating in the power of God's word. You can face things fearlessly and you can be more than a conqueror. You can be an overcomer. Well, Pastor, what are you saying? Give me some word. Well, Romans 8, 37. Romans 8, 37 says this. Nay, in all these things... We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Did you realize that you were more than a conqueror? You know, conquerors go in and they defeat everything that's around them, that's in the way. And the Bible says that you and I as believers are more than conquerors. We're overcomers. We can overcome situations and circumstances. But we got to say that. We got to believe it. 
but we've got to say it and then we receive it. And when we do that, we're going to act upon it. We're going to act like the word of God is true because it is. God's word will work for anyone that works the word that allows God to work the word in their lives. Romans 10 verse 10. Romans 10 verse 10 says this, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Not only is our life should be that way, but for us to walk in righteousness or being right standing in God, our mouth needs to be confessing that. For us to even get born again, to get saved. That's how you get saved. You confess with your mouth and you believe in your heart that Jesus died for you and then you are saved. You need to say that. You have to say it. You have to put it out there. You need to remind the devil of who you are in Christ, but you need to remind yourself of who you are in Christ. When you're in Christ, God knows you you're in Christ, but it's so important for you to say that and for you to believe that. Believe it, confess it, and receive it. Would you say? Believe it, confess it, and receive it. What? Anything and everything that God says. Again, Mark eleven twenty three says that. It says, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, your spirit, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he, you and I, shall have whatsoever we Say, my question for you right now, what are you saying? Are you saying what the word of God says about yourself? Are you believing what the word of God says about yourself? You'll find that faith confessions will create realities in your life. The reality should be what God said about you. And the more you say according to the word, the more you're going to walk in the empowerment of God's blessing every time. Pastor, give me a little bit more. What, what does that confession do for you? Well, one thing that's so important that we want to focus in, in on for the last couple of minutes of this teaching, confessions remove fear. Your confession will remove fear in your life. We should treat the word of God with the same reverence we would show Jesus if he were present in a natural with us right now. Because you know what? He is present in a natural in your heart, in your spirit. When you confess him as your Lord and Savior, he takes residence in your, in your body. When God and you on the same side, you ought not to be afraid of anything. And you don't have to. But if you don't know that, if your mind hasn't been renewed to that fact, if you aren't saying that, then the enemy will use fear to not only distract you, but to defeat you. But so our confessions are so important for us to walk in the light of God's word. Pastor, you need to give me some word on this. Absolutely. We all need it. 
in the Old Testament, in Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10, Isaiah 41, verse 10 says this, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. This is for the servant of God, but it's also for the son of God. Remember, uh, we don't live in the Old Testament anymore, in the Old Covenant, but we live in the New Testament that the Bible says is a better covenant with better promises. That means we have everything in the Old Testament, the Old Covenant that was good, and it's better for us. So he told us not to fear because he's with us. God said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Sometimes you think you're all out there by yourself. If you're a believer, you're not by yourself. God is with you. Pastor, was he with me when I went into the club the other night? If you're a believer, he was there. Pastor, was he with me when I told such and such that lie? He was there. Pastor, was he with me when I did such and such? If you're a Christian, he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. He said, I will strengthen thee. Even if you were in those situations, and those were bad ones that I gave you, God was there, but he'll help you to get back to where you need to be by confessing him, confessing his word, believing what he said about you. And he said, I will uphold thee with thy right hand of my righteousness. That's what Isaiah was telling the folks in the old covenant relationship, the service of God. And hey, for us that are in the new covenant, we have better promises. We have their best and what they and and better in the new covenant. Pastor, can you tell me a, a scripture? Well, Luke eight ten. Excuse me, Luke eight verse fifty. Luke eight verse fifty says this. But when Jesus heard it, he answered him, saying, "Fear not." Believe only, and she will be made whole. Well, Pastor, what was this talking about? This was when Jairus uh, sought Jesus to heal his daughter. And the Lord said unto him, then, fear not. God wanted to put Jairus in a position where he was not walking in fear so he could receive the empowerment of God's grace. So he told him, fear not, but believe only. You know, God's telling you and I that right now, no matter what your situation is. It may not be your daughter that's sick. It could be you, but it could be a situation or a circumstance. God is saying, fear not, believe only. He told Jairus, and she shall be made whole. And you know what? She was made whole. She was. She did. Because Jairus feared not. We see also when Jesus was preaching to his disciples, he said this in Luke 12, verse 32. Luke 12, verse 32. He was preaching to his disciples then, but he's also preaching this and saying this to his disciples now. He said this, fear not, little flock, <laughs> Amen. for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. 
to give you the keys to the kingdom, to give you the empowerment to the kingdom, to give you the ability to walk in kingdom abilities, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. He said, fear not, little flock, or, hey, you're my son, you're my daughter. Hey, you may not feel big, <laughs> but, hey, it's my good pleasure to give you the best. God wants us to have that. If God had just said, don't be afraid, and had left us there, we might say, but I can't help being afraid. But not only did he say, fear not, he also said, I am with thee. He's with you right now. We got to realize when we're in trouble, a bad situation, a lot of folk, when everything's going good, they know God's with them. But you got to know God's with you if the bottom falls out. If, if, if the paycheck's not there, if if the doctor gives you a bad report, you gotta. We have to not walk in fear. We gotta walk in faith. And the more we confess that, the more we're gonna believe it. You know, you should believe more of what you say than anybody else. And for some folks, that's a problem because they're saying the wrong thing. But if you're saying what the word says, to fear not to trust God, he's with you, then no matter what comes your way, you're going to be walking in the empowerment of God's best, and you're going to have that best, and you're going to do it. Genesis 26, verse 24. Genesis 26, verse 24 says this, as we come to a conclusion part here. And the Lord appeared unto him the same night. And here the Lord appeared to Isaac in the Old Testament, renewing the covenant he had made with Father Abraham. He said this again, and the Lord appeared to Isaac here unto him the same night and said, I am the God of Abraham, thy father. Fear not, for I am with thee and will bless thee and will multiply thy seed for for my servant Abraham's sake, for his father's sake, because he was uh, in covenant with the father He said, you don't have to fear either because you're a seed of Abraham. You know what? The Bible calls us seed of Abraham. So we shouldn't fear either. He's saying, I am, he was saying he was with Isaac. He's saying he's with us. He loves us and wants us to walk in the empowerment of faith, not fear. And so we see God does not want us to be helpless. God wants us to be hopeful in every situation. And as we come to an unhooking spot, Psalms 119, verse 28. Psalms 119, verse 28 says this, My soul melted for heaviness. Strengthen thou me according to thy word. Hey, when we have God's word, we know we don't have to walk in fear. We can walk in faith. We are not weak. We are not helpless. We shouldn't be burdened down. We shouldn't be burdened down with the cares of this life, even though they may may be there. Because he told us, the entrance of thy words giveth light. It giveth understanding to the simple. That means we all qualify. (laughs) Glory to God. I thank God No matter what's going on, we don't have to fear. When we confess what God's word says, we believe it, we receive it, we act upon it. 
our faith will increase and we'll walk in that empowerment of his grace and his mercy. I quoted the scripture already, but Psalms 119, 130. Psalms 119, 130 says, The entrance of thy words giveth light. It giveth understanding unto the simple. And again, that means we all qualify and God loves us and cares about you. So what's your confession? Are you saying what God said? Are you doing what God said to do? The first thing to do is to make him Lord and know that. So let's go ahead and do that right now. Let's pray. Father God, right now, as we come to you, we come in faith. We come believing and receiving what your word says. So right now, we confess with our mouth. We believe in our heart that you died for us. And Lord, we ask you and we thank you that you've forgiven us of our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. We are saved. Thank you, Lord, for being our Savior, and thank you for being our Lord. Amen. You just prayed that prayer.